Darkcast Network, out of the shadows comes the best of indie podcasts. Welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast, where two lifelong horror fans talk all things horror. Pour yourself your favorite drink and hang out. Here are your hosts, Josh and Jake. Hey guys, welcome to the J Squared Horror Podcast. I'm Josh. And I'm Jake. And on today's exciting episode, we have our third time returning guest, Mr. C.I.I. Jones in the house. And Jake, what are we going to be discussing tonight, buddy? Tonight we are discussing 1981's <laughs> Possession. Mm. Record name, I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> My bad, guys. All right, but before we get into this episode, what would you like to let any new fan... To this here fine podcast, no, sir. As always, like and subscribe on YouTube. Pretty, 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 please. You also find us on Spotify. We're on there. We're on Apple. We are. And we're still on Google. Until we get the final email. Also, Instagram, Chaseker Horror Podcast, link tree in the bio, new episodes. Every Thursday. Every Thursday, two lifelong horror fans and sometimes guests decide to get together and talk about all things horror. With this podcast, we would like to open up genuine lines of communication between our fans, people in the horror industry, and just talk about all things horror. We like to drink, we like to argue, and we like to talk about crazy shit, and this movie is a prime example of that. If you are at all interested in being a part of the podcast, please go to www.jsquaredhorrorpodcast.com. You can easily navigate that website and find a way to hit us up. What I'd also like to mention real quickly before we get into this episode is we are a part of the Darkcast Network. I know. It's exciting. They are an awesome podcasting network about independent, strange, dark, and true crime podcasts. And now they have a horror podcast in there. So if you like podcasts, go check them out. We only release episodes every Thursday. So if you need podcasts to fill that void in your week, please go check out the Darkcast Network. Now, Mr. CII Jones, thank you so much for coming back on the show, man. Happy to be here. Sweet. Uh, what's going on in the writer's world, man? Anything uh, new and exciting? I've seen you post some pretty rad shit on Facebook. Yeah, um, there's a Facebook page called Books of Horror. They do like uh, an independent horror, like March Madness type thing. Okay. Oh. Uh, I've got a book in contention for that, not actually in the competition quite yet, but trying to really push people to read that book and vote for it when the time comes. What is that book that is in question? It's called A Boy and His Dog. Everybody loves dogs and horror. Go check it out, guys. You know where to find him, CIIJones.com. Go to his Facebook page. Check him out. Support him. He's been supporting us. We would like our fans to support him and just grow his platform and his audience because he's a fucking dope-ass writer. Um, now, this uh, particular movie uh, <laughs> was an event that we decided to go to at the ODU Planetarium. And uh, let's just say, if you guys can see Jake's face here, um, it wasn't the most exciting thing in the whole wide world for us. No, it wasn't. Um, it's an intense movie. I'm not going to tell you to go watch it because I don't want you guys to all come back and hate me. It is available on Shutter if you do want to see it yourself. Um, I am happy that I forced Jake to go to a movie theater-esque setting so he couldn't necessarily walk out because I had the keys to the car. Thought about it, though. So <laughs> that, that first time I sat up, I was like, all right. <laughs> I'm going to give it five more minutes and I'm heading out. Um, I don't even know how to explain this movie or talk about this movie, so we're just going to go ahead and hot mic C.I. Jones right now. Caleb, how are you feeling about the movie, bub? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Defend it. <laughs> I'm going to have a really hard time defending 
defending it necessarily. It is. <laughs> I'll say this. Um, there, there was a movie that I watched in college with my college buddies mm-hmm. called uh, Holy Mountain. And it's really just this kind of psychotic art film. It, it makes absolutely no sense. There's no narrative to <laughs> it whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> and I, the entire time we were watching it tonight, watching Possession tonight, yeah. which yeah. is the second time both of us have seen yes. it. Yes, Um, I was thinking, if the guy that made Holy Mountain, which is a movie that, uh, you know, if you imbibe, smoke weed, yeah, uh, uh, go watch it after token up a little bit. If that guy made Suspiria, it would probably turn out like Possession, <laughs> um, which should give you an idea if you've seen any either of those movies. It's just pure fucking insanity. See, what's crazy is the little bit of intro we got um, from the gentleman that was putting this on, and he is a fellow content creator as well, and I don't mean any disrespect to anybody that could potentially listen to my here podcast, our here podcast, sorry, Jake. Um, but he said, and I quote, "Your for this episode, it's just your podcast." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Um, he said, and I quote, "You're either gonna leave this movie theater loving this movie or hating this movie." He's very right. And I would like to question every single person that loves this movie, including him. I would, and I would actually, you know, maybe I can reach out to him uh, via Instagram and see if he would ever like to stand up for that movie. I, maybe I'm just not smart enough. I have the IQ that's probably the same as my age, so I'm not the best person to speak on this. And as you guys know, we're not like horror buffs or like experts on the genre. We just like dr- drinking and talking about fun shit. Uh, but yeah, no, dude. We had a group of, you know, multiple people, some that are very into horror and some that aren't, and we all left in the exact same boat, Yeah, I think. Caleb might have been the only one that got a little bit more enjoyment out of it than the rest of us. But I did see him throw his hands up after the movie. Like, he was shocked at the ending that he he'd did, already seen. He yeah. did sit a row ahead of us. So he maybe did. he got a different angle. Yeah, he got, he got to watch it from a whole different, <laughs> whole saw, different vantage point. I saw different things that you guys could have never seen from, you know, two feet behind me. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, like I said, this is the second time I've watched it in probably six months. Yeah, whenever um, I watched it, it was, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I, I definitely liked it a lot more this time. The guy that did the intro oh. talked about, um, like, when it was first released in the U.S., there was a 90-minute version of the movie. I would have loved that. And and not for the same reason as you, because I think you're saying that you would just... <laughs> that way I wouldn't have to sit there ...like to have gotten out of yeah. the movie faster. <laughs> I, I would have liked to have seen some of the fat trim from it. Because, essentially, the first half of the movie is just uh, a drama like a way over the top drama between a husband and wife. It definitely is. And then, and then like takes this crazy ass left turn into weird sort of body horror. Obviously there's a possession element to it, but I, it's the definition of a, of an art horror film, I guess. Uh, And I'm not a big art house guy. So I like, it's not something that I feel passionate about. But there's a lot of, uh, for me, like, interesting stuff in there. Um, Such as? Yeah. Just find me one I thing. Mean, I, I took notes on my phone. Great. Um, <laughs> as he's pulling his notes up, me personally, I don't like RC horror movies, and I also don't like possession movies. So I was out on both ends. Well, that's the thing. Uh, like, the possession element of it, I think, like, if they, 
either leaned harder into it being a drama about a husband and a wife going through what ultimately is a divorce. Yeah. It would have been an interesting drama. If they would have just taken the second half of the movie and leaned hard into a horror movie, it would have been an interesting horror movie. But it's two hours of just those two things. Uh, yeah, two finally, separate fucking yeah, movies. Two, those two things finally converging into some like hodgepodge of just pure fucking nonsense, really. Yeah. And like yeah. the whole. Uh, the, but here, okay. <laughs> I, I I took these very stream of consciousness, so uh, you know, take it with a grain of salt. This movie is about how two people possess each other in a marriage. The possession of another spiritually or emotionally cannot be sustained, and so an exorcism or divorce is required between the two people. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's the general gist that I got out of it on a second viewing. The first time I saw it, <laughs> it's probably very much like you. Yeah, where I was like, "Oh man, this like I, this is actually like a legendary movie. Like it's been it was banned for like decades and." You know, people talk about how fucked up it is, and it is pretty pretty fucked up in scenes. It's not. Uh, I don't know. There's a scene where he spends like three minutes just beating the shit out of his wife. I think. Welcome that's... to the '80s, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah. And, so and, I, I get and, that. Like, that scene is not even in a horror sense. That's just a, a domestic sense. And yeah, like, the guy that was doing the intro talked about how like the stuff that's most unsettling is the stuff that feels like something that goes behind goes on behind closed doors at people's actual lives. Like, I I would agree with that to a degree. So the most disturbing thing to me was the subway scene. No, the the subway scene is one of the best possession scenes I think I can think of off the top of my head. She's sitting there fucking... I get the whole flopping around. Yeah, I got that. But when she started screaming and she's like oozing oozing shit, I was like, what the fuck is that? And then her eyes? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that shit was intense. But that's the only scene that sticks out to me. Not, not even the thing when it was like fucking her later in the movie. No, that's stupid. <laughs> that's, yeah, whatever. Um, but the thing that pisses me off about that scene is it it doesn't tell you why. Like yeah. what made it click in that instance. No. Like it's just like, yeah, this is we're just going to do this now because we didn't It looks yet. cool. Well, it, And it also was drawn on. In t- that's the whole thing about this movie. It was a very long scene. It cut everything in like quarters man like you you're doing these drawn out scenes of nothing of nothing or the same shit over and over and over again like i understand the arts like the guy said at the beginning it's like a24 before a24 and i'm like okay maybe a24 movies generally have a, a narrative that's relatively easy to follow yeah that scene though the the possession scene it's not apropos of nothing like it it is it is like a flashback, and she's describing, like, I mean, the oozing shit is some sort of figurative miscarriage that she's having, and then it flashes back to the scene where she's sitting on the on the couch with Sam Neil, uh-huh. and she's talking about like faith and chance, and like it's very very confusing, and I am really upset to announce here live on the podcast that I'm probably gonna have to watch it. A third time Damn, dude. <laughs> to, to try to figure out what the fuck this movie is about. It's not about anything. It's I, about what you said it was, some weird divorce drama. <laughs> yeah, but I think... With that, a little demon humping. So what's crazy is, if it wasn't, like, a, I guess, maybe a horror movie or... Yeah. Or thriller or... Isn't, 
I'd be more interested. So you're only so, taken out that it's considered horror? No. So when it was oh. just like a divorce or like a drama, yeah. that first hour, <laughs> I was the most into it at that point. I just think that was just ass in the seat. I think that's all that was. You just got physically tired, and you were just like, this fucking movie sucks now. No. I don't think the first part was that intriguing. You just had the most hope at that point. No, I'll tell you it's, why. It's not that intriguing. I'm so the scene after the possession or the subway scene, mm-hmm. right after that, I was out of it. Okay. That's why I started like fidget. I started to move around. I, yeah. was, I was just sitting like my elbows on my knees, yeah. just uninterested. Like in this movie. There's easily 30 minutes of the back half of this movie that they could have cut. Uh, I mean, I I think that the subway scene and for listeners, listeners or viewers that haven't seen it, there's like a like possession spaz out that the main lady in the movie has she's um, using pus and blood pretty much yeah and like flailing pus. all over the, I, I think that it like that is one <laughs> of the best possession scenes i've ever seen in a movie and i i thought that after the first time i saw it and i hated the movie so i'll agree with the time that it came out and how it looked visually that i'll agree it's probably one of the best possession scenes that i've seen as well i'll, I'll, I'll give it that that one scene but you can probably go find that on YouTube if you want to save yourself. Yeah, just hours. look up Possession Subway Scene. Subway Scene, yeah. yeah. I've seen it on something else. It was like top 100 moments of horror. It was definitely on there. So it was as crazy as I've never seen a movie before, but that scene, as I was watching it, did feel it, like yeah, it had I've seen it somewhere across, before. Yeah. yeah. I think I think it's literally like the top 100 scariest scenes in horror that's on Shutter. As it should I'm be. almost like 90% sure it's on that. I'll yeah. give it Because I remember seeing it and being like, oh, I saw that movie. And somebody looked at me like, what? That's a movie? I'm like, oh. Uh, like two years ago and like right before it got um, re-released on Shutter, they were, they were running those internet ads that I've talked about on here before. Um, <laughs> and uh, uh, all the all the ads were showing were like small clips of that scene and of course if you see that and you're a fan of horror like you're gonna be like oh yeah i gotta see this shit this looks insane yeah you know, this is a cool five minutes of a two-hour movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. still a still an uh overdone five minute scene in my opinion oh yeah and then my other note was <clears throat> this is either a work of genius or a genius incapable of conveying what he means i think it's the latter part of that statement i i I think that's probably right because the guy I never, would agree. never made anything else that anybody knows about. Which, you know, that's neither here nor there, but... Nominated for a Palm d'Or. Uh, that's a big and the lady won Best Actress at something. As the same... Same, uh, the same awards? Movie festival. Okay. Yep. So I thought her acting <coughs> was pretty good. Superior yes. to Sam, everybody in the movie. Sam Neill is dog shit in this movie. Overacting, yeah. overacting left so and right, bad. dude. He and like I, I like. There's Sam no Neal. true emotion. There's no true yeah. emotion that he goes through in that entire movie process. Is Sam Neill kind of a low, low key scream queen? Because you got that. <laughs> I'm, it, uh, I'm throwing, I'm throwing Jurassic Park in there, there which might go, be boys. controversial. Uh, I agree. Um, what is it? Uh, Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Have there's, you guys seen in the Mouth of Madness? I was to that one. Yeah. Nope. John Carpenter. Your boy John Carpenter. Yeah. yeah. That's a good movie. That's a good movie. I just. I, you know, just for being it my second time watching it, my <laughs> only goal here tonight was to make Jake suffer. And I succeeded. I succeeded you tenfold. You 100% yeah. did. I'm, I'm not going to lie. So the story of Josh coming 
thing to watch this was that oh, yeah. I, purely accidental. I yeah, purely accidental. He <laughs> asked me what my favorite horror movie was. Point yep. blank. Yep. And he answered. I, like I also, <laughs> I was tired when I read the. Yeah, you the said message. it was really late for you. Yeah. And uh, and like I'm I not on dad. Thought, I'm not on dad clock. So like <laughs> yeah. I'll send something at eleven. Like why the fuck aren't people replying, man? <laughs> <laughs> I saw it and I thought, oh, he's just asking me what my favorite like, genre, subgenre of horror. So yeah. I was just like possession. And I was so like, one oh, word answer. Let me look this up. And then and I you got watched it. I got a message like thirty minutes later mm-hmm. saying. 1981? Are you talking about this one from 1981? And I was asleep when that message so was I sent. I fully sent it. <laughs> I woke up to that message the next day and saw that Josh had watched that movie, which I had seen at that point. I yep, was like, yep, yep. Oh, I'm sorry you you watched that. I did not understand what you were asking me. I am, uh, I'm not sorry, Jake, um, that I made you do this um, because I think it's a learning experience for us. I think it took me like five minutes after the movie to like speak to anybody it was it was it was 10 and a half was it yeah feels like it, it may have been longer than that yeah, yeah. We actually no it was around 12 minutes because we it was a 22 minute car drive and it, we had about 10 minutes left i don't think i talked at all no yeah i sparked it i i was smart i i, I buttered you up real nice because if you didn't i didn't. probably wouldn't talk until we start the episode yeah but i wasn't even trying to i was just trying to make sure like you weren't like legitimately mad at me of course not i'm just because i i'm, I'm I, not mad uh-oh. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> There's fucking dad cards, man. Um, <laughs> nah, man. And I was like, you know, going into this, I was like, all right, man. Like, I can, you know, maybe I can go into this. No, you know, I've seen it, right? I, I know it. As I'm watching this godforsaken movie, I am just, like, lost. I'm like, what the fuck? When did this, what, when does this thing end? How does this fucking thing end? So the whole time, I'm not paying attention to anything that I could be picking up on because I'm thinking... When is this going to end the entire time? And I know it's going to be a long, 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 long time. But there's just no, there's zero redeemable characteristics of this movie. There is zero interesting, for me, I guess because I'm not going through a divorce. I mean, I guess it shows like somewhat like true heartbreak for the guy. And like when he's on the bed, like flailing or like when he's drunk. But also like one of the biggest things that I took from this movie is child neglect. This motherfucker was alone for three weeks and like covered in jam because his mom and his dad were too sad or too busy humping to go check on the kid. And that's like, nobody even mentions that as being a fucked up part of this. That poor kid got the worst of everything. Then at the end of the movie, he just drowns himself in a tub. Like, damn, that's the yeah. true saddest part of this fucking <laughs> he, movie. He did drown himself. Right? I'm pretty sure. Unless you got something else out of that. So first I thought earlier in the movie, you see him with his goggles. He's got goggles, yeah. He just like, it's just under there like swimming, I guess. Yeah. It looked like he just drowned himself. Yeah, he laid down face first. Instantly. Like, I don't want that thing to come inside my house. You know what? All right. Boop. So, But how did he know that wasn't his dad? Kid sense. That's a real thing, man. It's like dogs, how they stare off. It's just like dogs and babies, though. Yeah, but it's a kid. It's close. It's a toddler. I don't know. Toddlers still kind of have it. And so, I think I think sub eight, you still have that magical foresight. So the lady who was his teacher, yeah, what was that? Who looked like his mom? Yeah, what was that? But had green eyes. What was that? I leaned to you and said, "He, she looked like <laughs> yeah, his she, mom." Right? Like everybody realizes that that's her, like the same actress. Yeah. right? And I was like, I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. So later in the movie, <laughs> Sam Neill's character, once it was the double, had green eyes too, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. That's just a thing that's happening. It's it's like they're taking over. They're like 
cloning. So it's not only an alien possession movie, it's a cloning movie. So I guess I guess that would make more sense to why when the kid was alone with the teacher, yeah. I'm sure he knew, you look identical to my mom. Yeah, had to have. Because he, even um, the dad character, would like grabbed her and was like, take off your wig at one point. Like when he first met her. Yeah. And I was like, dude, why are you so weird? Why are you so aggressive? Like you were so aggressive, yeah. tiny man. Also kind of... <sighs> I'm sure somebody has written something about this, like how much like Cold War, Cold War politics yeah, factor into it. Had to have been some other subplot like, for that yeah. with the wall and everything. Because it showed a lot of them watching over the wall. Yeah, he yeah. was constantly. And wasn't he like a spy? Or a lot he was of a spy. the movie yeah. takes place like literally right the on wall. the Berlin Wall, and like there's people like spying on him, or at least like keeping tabs on him because yeah. he was a spy. Yeah. Um, and we could bring up the fact that. The movie takes place presumably in Berlin, but none of the characters are German. Yeah. They're, they're all French and English. Yeah. So <laughs> in, in my mind, true. I feel like they knew he was going to come back home and not want to be a spy anymore. Mm-hmm. So they already had the idea just to clone him and keep keep going. So, so this is guys, some be, be, this is some government conspiracy. Be, because there, there was no successor for him. Like he thought there was. Because the guy tells him there's not one. So uh, we have one. What you gonna do? Your wife just has to hump a blob of blood and pus. So, what happened to make the clone of the mom though? Something prior. But who? Mm-hmm. Heinrich. Because in order for her, <laughs> in order for about Heinrich, in order for her to make the clone <laughs> of him, there's somebody. There's, I don't know. Is, is there is there someone who <laughs> he was sleeping with no, that no, made no. a clone of her? Heinrich. Well, at the Heinrich very was the best character. Heinrich at, is the best character. He was very, so over the fucking top. Over the top. Go ahead. At the very beginning, where they're when he first comes home and they're lying together in bed, yeah, she he, asked him, I, "Yeah, have you been unfaithful?" Like he asked her first, "Have you been unfaithful?" She says no. And then she asks him, "Have you?" And he says, "Well, basically, the truth is no." Which. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, maybe he. Means he was fucking like, what, Marge, Margie. You sleep with her, right? Yeah, yeah, you definitely. Okay. The friend? Yeah. yeah. He was banging her, too? 100%. Oh, yeah, he was like... So he banged... Like well, grind. couldn't bang his wife. That was, <laughs> that was pretty apparent. He fucked some alien thing, too. And then... He, uh, maybe you yeah, know about he, it. He, he, he humped the best friend, and then he humped the clone teacher lady. And we're not even entirely sure that he didn't hump Heinrich. He humped not only Heinrich, but the, the P.I., they had some chemistry in the in the tunnel way. Well, the PI also like the PI asked him to stay away because he was in love with the, his other the, PI. The, yeah, the guy yeah, that was following him. They lived together. By the way, let's just make a just a side note. Worst PI. Worst of PIs all time. of all time. Hands down, they're like the, chasing the her. horror cops. He was invisible. He was the in, horror cops in her of PI at all times. And like when she would speed up, he's sprinting near her. This I'm like, old man. Yeah, you've been following her for two train rides, a fucking twenty minute walk. I'm like, dude, you're weird. And then you just walk past her at the stairs, and then go outside, and then come back inside, and go, "I'm the the like manager of this property." Yeah, sure, you are. Come on in. He yeah. reminds me of the old guy from X Files season one. Ah, dude, I can't remember X Files. It was an older guy with a slick back hair and always mm-hmm. wear a suit all the time who would tell him older. Also, he would suddenly get a stutter. That was weird, he was too. getting, like, excited. Yeah, and I don't real? know if that was the actor just, like, failing at his lines or if it was 
plot. So it looked like it was, it was the actor. There was one yeah, scene yeah. after Sam Neill smacked the shit out of her. <laughs> yeah. She ran to one door. Yeah, there's like, a lot of yeah. Like went to the other door instead. Like she fucked up at yeah, first. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but if you look closely, she does have a jacket. So maybe they're just like, oh, she went to the closet. But she had already grabbed the jacket prior. Yeah. yeah, there's a, there's there's some there's some definitely editing mistakes in this year. We're, 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 we're short on time. Just go, just go. Notice that she's wearing the same dress with the buttons down the back, dude. The blue one. The I don't know how she rolled around in the shit she was in. So you said that was a flashback, the the blood cum scene, or the the, ho- su- the, the subway scene. <laughs> subway scene. Sorry, I mixed well, them up. <laughs> I mean, there is a lot of blood and cum in that scene. So he calls it. What do you call pus. it? I call pus. it pus. Why would it be pus? They're just I popping mean, back. I think she had that much cum in it. I guess it wouldn't be. It's a demon. Jizz. That's a lot. I think. It How else do you have a miscarriage, bro? Blood and what? I never have. I don't know. I think it, probably some demon semen. <laughs> it, it, yes. it might just be after birth. I no. I just there really wanted. I just really wanted an opportunity tonight to say demon semen, and I finally found my. You ever go to a. <laughs> If it rhymes, it must be true. Yeah, there was a there was a bar there on Granby that here? used to have uh, demon semen. Demon semen. Yeah. Oh man, it was disgusting. I be- <laughs> I wouldn't try it. <laughs> See, what like you order some demon semen? There was a bar on Granby. It shut down. It's called the Poorhouse. That had a oh, drink. the fucking Poorhouse was legendary. Yeah. Oh man, they it, shut down. Yeah, COVID. Mm, yeah, ish. I mean, yeah, it was already on the way out. The place ruled up. Well, <laughs> Such a dive bar. Where drinks called Demon Seal. I mean, <laughs> Sign I'm me not, up. I'm not sure why it's not open now. That wasn't even the worst drink they had. <laughs> Dude, that place was a shithole. <laughs> that's like one of that's like if you if you could imagine the Norva after any concert's floor all the time. All the time. Seriously? All the time. And it was just it was just it was just butt to nut with sweaty punks. Which Once is a great place I, to I be. I went to the Norva. I was like 16 or 17. I went and saw That's Lupe. impossible. I and, yeah, I went and saw um, Lupe Fiasco. Oh, what? That's oh, fucking yeah. dope. Yeah. At least your fucking last one and was that legendary. Like right after it was good. like food and liquor. It was, yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's good. I used to skate, to, used to, skate to Lupe Fiasco. But only kick push. I'll be. I'll. I'll admit it. Only kick push. Only kick push. Yeah. It was kick push in the Carter three. <laughs> that was my entire iPod <laughs> skate playlist because I was. I, you know, I was. I thought I was cool. I was really into Kid Cudi for a long time. Yeah, Kid Cudi's good. Um. Oh, some, something else fun that I figured out. Thank you for talking about music, guys. Okay. Um. Is that the director did the soundtrack for this movie, and I thought that was interesting because the conversation we just had outside that today. Is it, yeah. Um. We love directors that do pretty epic, and the, the 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 score or the soundtrack for this movie wasn't bad. It was like epically kind of like Carter or uh, you know Carpenter esque. I'll give you that. It yeah. was a good yeah. soundtrack. Yeah. Um. Had a lot of wings, you know. I feel like full sense. The special effects weren't bad. No. So when she kills the private investigator, I like when she stabs him with the bottle. Yeah. yeah. How it does like cut away and she just stabs him again. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Also, the 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 demon didn't didn't look ridiculously fake by any stretch Surprising. of the imagination for, for a forty year old movie. Yeah. It the, didn't look the bad. The scene where it, where they're like full on like getting it banging. Yeah. yeah His looks. little tail's like humping. <laughs> I'm like, get it, boy. He's putting in work. But somehow I knew when it just showed the back of his head, it was going to be a duplicate of Sam Neill. But I just used that with the fact that we have a twin of the mom, so it's got to be another duplicate of Sam Neill. Yeah, my brain wasn't working that way at all throughout this entire movie. I, think I was, was like, me, why? I think it was why me does just, it have hair It now? was me just trying to 
end the movie in my head. <laughs> yeah, so that way you can already just be done. Yeah, all right, all right, I know it's him. We're good. So when when he was after he went through the whole being shot thing and going yeah, off we just the had you know a uh, little um le- you know lethal weapon action yeah. or some when I saw 80s horror or 80s two people action. coming up the stairs. Like, yeah, one of those is Sam Neill. Guaranteed. Yeah, you do kind of yeah yeah yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. Doesn't make any sense. Was there any like I guess we you know other than the the subway scene is there any like epic part that you guys like were like okay that's cool you know just like cool like legit just cool not even like in the context of the movie just like oh that was pretty fucking rad like cool I liked all of the crazy monster yeah. scenes none like, of them were bad yeah uh, I wouldn't say that it's like the movie sucks dick cool. but that shit looked cool <laughs> I I don't know that it was worth the price of admission. Free. Fortunately, we did not pay. For yeah. So what's that say, guys? If it's not worth the price of admission and it's fucking free, don't rent it. Don't don't. It's on it, Shutter. It's probably free on YouTube. It is actually. Yeah. Because when I looked up the trailer, it was probably right there. Movie, yeah. yeah. Two or four. Any scene with Heinrich in it, I was on it. I enjoyed his theatrics. His over the top. The scene where he's like dancing while trying to talk to Sam Neill. I don't. I don't understand what the hell is going on drunk in the bathroom or no no no, no. where he, he comes went, to sam, his house? oh when he Sam comes Neal's to his house, house. Yeah. so you find yeah. out later that he's a dancer so that yeah he's he's doing the recording of her with all the little girls and she's talking about how she's like in love but still loves sam you know the other guy like he reco- he left the real to real i think at his house yeah so as like a she still loved you but me Aww. too couple of things I do want to point out that were good points of this movie. I think Jonathan Demme, the guy that made Silence of the Lambs, yeah. definitely check this movie out Had with to his uh, with uh, like straight into the camera yeah. stuff that especially oh, they valid. do with, with, with the lady. Yeah. Uh, because obviously that's a huge part of uh, of Silence of the Lambs is yeah. them, as right. Clarice and Hannibal looking directly into camera. Um, also some great one-liners in this movie, um, where he's talking to Henrik and he's talking about his, uh, <laughs> his, uh, yinging balls scrunching up into his Zen dick. Uh, that, that was good. That made me laugh. I did laugh when he said that. <laughs> that was then, good. Uh, I knew a man, <laughs> I knew a man that tried to love everyone. He ended up drowning in a river of shit. shit yeah. 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 Good, good, good stuff. Too. Good stuff. Um, so the scene where he went to his house and they were fine, it reminded me of the ending scenes of Us. Oh, shit. Yeah. Where yeah. She, she's like dancing as they're fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I got a little the, bit this, from the middle. I, I feel like if we really looked into this, we would find that, I think that there's it a lot of sparked, people that we yeah, really I think like. That, I think that really th- th- yeah. I think there has I, to be like I some would agree. amazing yeah. directors that used bits and pieces of this, because you know the fact that uh, I mean it was it was almost a sold out planetarium, and yeah. that says a lot. I mean, granted it was free, but like all those people went there to to go sit and watch this, and you have yeah. to know something or nothing about this fucking yeah. movie. And you got to pay for parking, and too. zero people left, so it did it did cost me eight dollars to watch this movie. So same. Because I, I I was scared that that guy when he's when they both started talking I literally pulled out my phone and was like add another hour and a half because I was like I don't I don't I, I don't know how this shit works but they're both talking and I don't I don't want to not I don't want to get a ticket 
at ODU. So when the guy, what was it, James? What's his name? James. Yeah. yeah. What James watched. When he, channel. when he started talking, I did like the passion he was speaking about just movies in general. Yeah. I love what they're doing. I love what he's about. That's why I really wanted to go to this event. I'm pissed that my my, my homies made me late because um, I didn't get, I got no mingling in and that, that bummed me out because I really wanted to have a chance to. I want to talk to him. I wanted to, I wanted to, I, if we would have gotten there earlier, I bet a thousand dollars we could have just shot the shit with him for a little bit, but I'll reach out to him and see I, if, you know, if he would want to um, do anything else with us. what I understand, this is like a It's going to be a regular thing. thing. But Actually. the next one, I didn't, I, they mentioned it, but I don't think I you were like, there yet. What? So as you were leaving, I saw the guy from, um, Warfless and guitar picks. Oh, did you? I didn't but see. We him. were already walking down the street. He was coming out of the planetarium. Yeah. No. See, your thing. The the thing is, is that uh, after would not have been a good time to talk to us. Especially no. Not me. No. Yeah. That's Especially what I'm saying. Me. It's not. It's, I, I honestly that, probably wouldn't say shit to him. That's not a good J squared horror moment no, right there. No. Uh, you catching us fresh out the wound. Yeah, uh, the, it's, we're it's, already in a fucked up mood. I'm trying to figure out how to navigate Jake, let alone a stranger. So <laughs> and that's my best friend in the whole wide world right there. So it's like I, I, I rolled the dice with this one. <laughs> I was I was ready to make my bed. But uh, I am kind of bummed that I didn't get to shoot the shit with him because he seems like a genuine guy. He's obviously uh, uh, DM'd us a couple of times, sent me this, and then I sent it to you, and then we actually made it a real thing. I'm happy we did because, you know. Me too. I mean, it's 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 pushing us outside of a comfort zone as far as movie content is concerned, I and agree. I think that that's important to have, especially with such passionate individuals like James, because so he's legitimately like I, a movie connoisseur. The experience itself was amazing, was great. Yeah. yeah, ten out of ten. It's just a movie. Movie was not our thing. And here's the thing: I won't say it's a bad movie because it's not by any means. No, it's just not for me. It's just not. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, not for me. It's really not for me because visually it looks good to me. The acting was okay. It's a lot of really cool camera work in it, too. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of that, like, following stuff. Like that real... Tracking shots, yeah. Tracking shots, but also not clean tracking shots. Yeah. Those are sloppy tracking shots, but it adds to the allure of the movie, where it's like, this is fucking chaos. Yeah. And the cinematography matches the fucking chaos. I think if you would have had still shots for a lot of that, like, the fights or, like, the hallway running, and if it was just, like, real clean and smooth... I don't yeah. know if it would have given the same vibe. And that's important to do because if you don't have any type of connection to the movie, as little as a connection as we all may, may have had, there's something. There is something that we could all at least pick up on or get from this movie, even though it's not much. It was for one, us. One scene that stuck out to me. I went to the bathroom, but I came back. Yeah. It was the wife talking like to the camera, yeah. talk, talking to somebody. And as she's talking and you can see her getting real like distressed. Mm hmm. It will like get blurry, then clear, yeah, and blurry. Yeah. So that I was like, I get it. It's it's smart. Yeah, it's yeah. good. <coughs> yeah, whoever did the cinematography on this movie, ten out of ten. Because I like um I like different stuff like that. We've mentioned yeah. a couple of things that we picked up on on some other ones, but this one was uh, that part. That part of it was really intriguing. And then just like how it would go from like, it's like three types of movies in one. You know, it's like the it's like the you guys said it's a drama. It's a little bit horror, and then it's like Terminator fucking action for a couple minutes, and it's just like yeah, here we are. <laughs> I guess that's where we're going with and, this, and that's why I didn't like honestly. If this was just, it kept one solid pace. I'd probably like it more. Yeah, it did take some. Good night. I feel bad because my rating 
is not going to be oh, very, is not. very reflective to the things positive I've pointed out so nope. far. It's the entire experience of a movie that yep. we have to rate it on. True. What are you going to say, Caleb? You had some information for us there in your hand. Oh, yeah. I just grabbed one of the pamphlets for their next upcoming event. They're doing Shogun Assassin Tuesday, April 16th at the Planetarium. Yeah. And the, the, the they, they have a DJ set doing a Wu-Tang. Yeah. Hey, we all love Wu-Tang. I wonder if they're playing Wu-Tang over top of Shogun Assassin. That would be sick. I would be there for that. I would show up for that. I would too. Hell, if they just had the soundtrack of this movie playing without dialogue, I might have enjoyed it a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> I, You know, there are certain parts of this movie where it's just like the conversation was going nowhere. So I feel like if you give me the version that's 30 minutes less. Do you think it would win you over? Yeah, I do actually. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it is a very, but I, it was, I, a, I, I, it was a lot of fucking nothing. Happening. It was, but I also fucked up being that I like beat it into your head before we went out there that it was that long. Well, no, that wasn't. So do you, did that didn't affect no, you at all? Okay. Two things that affected me. One, you telling me how intense it is and how it's extreme and this, that, and the third. I had to. And then hearing James talk right before. We have to, yeah. So I have my mind yeah. like, this oh, yeah. is about to be some wild fucking Oh, shit. yeah. Oh, yeah. We have to. It's our rules. But an hour of drama, <laughs> another hour of who the fuck knows what. And then four minutes like, yeah, of action. Yeah, I don't know what this is. Yeah. But drama shit, like I said before, if it was just a drama, I would have been all in. Because I was invested at that point. Yeah. The husband, the wife, the side dude. Heinrich. There's something suspicious going on. Put some respect put on his some, name. Put some respect on Heinrich's name. But, but you don't know what? You know, who knows? Heinrich? Heinrich. Wasn't there a wrestler named Heinrich? What the fuck did you just say? A wrestler. Oh, I thought you said, was there a Russell named Heinrich? No, a wrestler. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Yes. Like back in the WWF days? Maybe like 10 years ago. Maybe 15 years ago. I was not watching wrestling 10 or 15 years oh, ago. Oh, me either, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Insano shows no mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like wrestling at all, guys. <laughs> he still got his rock pajamas. <laughs> I feel like growing up. <laughs> yeah, ten. Everyone watched wrestling, <laughs> yeah, wrestling until I was like ten. Ten and maybe eleven. Oh, yeah. I was never mind. <laughs> oh, dude, I got out of that shit pretty quick. I'm an anomaly. I was never. Never really? a wrestler guy. What? Stone Cold Steve Austin? Were you ever in the Dragon Ball Z? No. Were you? What? Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't either. What? Did nothing for me. I used to draw Dragon Ball Z characters. Wasn't you know a why? Pokemon guy either. Yu-Gi-Oh, none of that stuff. Really? I like no. Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, and then I kind of got into Digimon there for yeah. a little bit. Also, so, do you guys remember the Beetleborgs? So, what the fuck? <laughs> you guys don't know the Beetleborgs, dude? It's like this fucking ripoff of Power Rangers and their Beetles. So like that's the. <laughs> I'm telling you, man, the Beetleborgs are legit. I used but, to have some Beetleborgs. But you would give me a hard time about wrestling? I was a child. I wasn't watching this shit at 13, 14, dude. I don't know. I'm telling you right now, Beetleborgs. <laughs> I was a kid. Check what year it came out. Beetleborgs? Yeah. All right. Do you not believe me that Beetleborgs is real? I know it's real. Oh, so you do know what I'm talking about? about the year time. I think you're a little older than you. I, think, I think you were 13 or 14 years watching that. No, dude, that's impossible. Beetle Borgs. 1996, dude. I was fucking five. Till when? Two seasons. So, 98. <laughs> dude. But look, yeah, Beetle Borgs is real, dude. Little <laughs> <Go> Beatles. <laughs> Literally the most rip-off. 
It's Power Rangers. Saban's Big Bad Beetleborgs. <laughs> Cut rate. No. Power Rangers right there. Hey, that's called uh, Broke People Satellite TV. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what that is. I have cable, so Beetleborgs came in on the bunny ears. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. So fuck you, Jake, for trying to say I was watching Beetleborgs at 13. <laughs> 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 all right i stand corrected excuse me um yeah fuck um what else we got for this uh fine film festival thing we just did guys i will say the crowd was pretty mixed not in a racial sense but in like so an age group sense a couple of times i looked around everybody was everyone like was so into it invest i'm like dude is it just me were they paid actors and actresses because like i looked the, the couple next to me fucking Loving every second of it. I heard them giggling, laughing, heard holding guy. each other, and I'm just like, "Look at these two fucking assholes enjoying themselves." And <laughs> she's laughing, you're laughing. I don't, think, I don't fucking get this. I'm only laughing to to support her. Yeah, look, I didn't up, even know her. And I look up at Caleb. He's just enjoying it. Yeah, Caleb was having the time of his. I life. saw him. He's on his phone. Go to something. Those notes. Well, he's already seen it. So yeah, okay. but he was writing his notes, dude. I was on my phone, like checking shit. <laughs> I saw you doing that as well. Yeah. I've seen it, dude. Fucking shit. Okay, Mister, sit up in the fucking planetarium seats and shit. Yeah, I'm trying to focus. I got uncomfortable to, to use my mind to end this movie. Once I figured out what's going on, yeah, ended. We're good. I got it, dude. I don't know. You could have saved me like 20 minutes. So I guess, I guess, yeah, 20 or 30. I minutes, guess yeah. in the movie, the story it just gets more right to the point. So I don't think know. I don't feel like they would change the ending or anything, but maybe they cut. No, I'm saying there's probably shit in between yeah. that gets you to that point to figure it out faster. There's so much stuff you did not need in this movie, like the shit with Marge. Yeah, you don't Marge, need any of that. Didn't Marge, need any of that. Yeah. Didn't need him. What's up with the mom of Heinrich? What the fuck? Didn't I thought that was going to explain some like backstory witchcraft or some shit. So in in my mind, but nope, that's what it was. What because she, because she, what were those things she, she took ate? drugs to kill herself? I thought those were like baby demons that she gives no, to people. No, she was killing herself. Yeah, that's why she was dressed in all black. That's why she laid down on the and bed. Laid on the bed, yeah. That just looked like old people activities to me. Like that looked like dressing normal. all black all yeah. the time? Dude, when she came in the house the other time, I'm pretty sure she was blacked out. When she was walker walkering in or caning in when they were talking fighting. In the part where where he asked her if, if uh he's banging his wife while his mom's there. Yeah, and he's like, Yeah. <laughs> and then they get Duh. into a fight. Yeah. That's where that's what crossed the line right there. I did love You're fucking his, her in front of your mom. <laughs> I did love his honesty though. Oh, Heinrich don't lie about nothing. I see that. Of because course. Heinrich knows that everything he's doing is good. He's all about love. Love and drugs. And connections. Drugs, yeah. Love and drugs, man. Yeah. He also got stabbed in like his fucking artery in his armpit and just muscled that shit I, I out. I thought he got stabbed in the heart. No, nah, it was like a beer. Then that's you know he's you know, he's getting drunk at the bar. That he's was the best drunk. kill of the movie. He's doing this. Oh thing. yeah, him that's that's the, what's crazy is that was the best kill of the movie. Him getting when, whacked over the head. Yeah, with the and then getting drowned in the shit river. <laughs> and then you're like train spotting, and then no, it never happened. But Holy the, shit, that's what he means. But you just put the my my one liner <laughs> together for me. He's talking about Heinrich in that line. Yeah, he says what? I'm such an idiot. When he says, <laughs> "I knew a guy that loved everybody who drowned in a river of shit." He's talking about Heinrich. Oh shit. Y'all just picked that up? Josh. Don't know what you Especially fucking knew the whole time. I did know the whole time, you fuck nugget. No, I'm not no he that. did. He just brought... Well, because he said he did? I just... I, I believe him. Dude. 
Why don't you give me credit where credit is due? The line was mentioned earlier. You said nothing about it, but now you know. Because I thought we were all on the same page and knowing that was about Heinrich. All right, go ahead. Of course I knew that. That's why it was such a good line to me. You guys are just thinking it was a good line. This is American Psycho all over again. All over again. It's not American Psycho again because I actually pick up on shit during watching (laughs) movies. I'm sorry, you fucks. But... I thought that the reason y'all said that was such a good line was the full circle moment because we all enjoy a what? A full fucking circle moment. And that was like the best one of the movie. Sorry, I pay attention. (laughs) I'm not looking. I'm not trying to end the movie with my brain. I'm just enjoying it. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I fucking said it. So what, all right? I'm sorry, this is my second time watching this dog shit movie. <laughs> I mean, shit, you know, shit happens, but I did pick up on the Heinrich thing this time. Yeah, fucks. Sorry, I'm smart. <laughs> All right, boys. We're going to start with the guest and go to Mr. Divine himself and then myself. I feel like you guys are going to crucify me when I give my answer. Nope, 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 nope. No judging of each other's ratings here. Yeah, we'll just. But just give an honest rating of the entire movie. So, Caleb, Mr. C.I.I. Jones, a horror author himself. On a scale from one to ten, bud, what do you rate Possession from 1981? I give this a solid six, and I would think that if I watched it again, I could even see it bumping higher than that. All right. I said I wasn't going to judge anybody. Jake, on a scale from one to ten, buddy, what do you rate Possession from 1981? On a scale from one to ten, Possession for me is a four. All right. On a scale from one to ten, possession for me is a three. And this is the second time I've watched it. Now, question for you. Was it higher the first time for you? No. Was it higher for you the first time for you? No. Okay. So this is all second time hires. Well, I didn't rate it the first time. It was like a, it was like a, like like if I was to think about how I felt about the movie after the first, that's equal. It's equal. Okay. Yeah. Equally as crazy. Um, so I feel like if I watch this movie, which I never will, but <laughs> if I were to, I feel like a four would be the lowest it would go. It would probably go higher. Why would you say that? You know how you watch a movie and you notice things the second time you did like the, the first Heinrich time? Line? Mm, interesting. How so the first time you, you didn't notice it the first time then, right? <laughs> I don't know. But I didn't you, think about the. I yeah. didn't talk about the movie. Yeah, but after. but you're some fucking movie genius. I didn't talk about, about the movie after. It was all about full circle horror and comedy. All of a sudden, I, I do. It's right. proven on the podcast multiple times how well I'm able to bring out shit that maybe other people haven't picked up on. It maybe it's a specialty of mine. I don't know. I mean, it's proof is in the pudding, and we're in it. Well, they say a, a dead clock is always right twice a day. I'm right twice on the podcast, motherfucker. So what's up? Twice. <laughs> that, means you're, that means you're done that. Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, guys. This is the highlight of my career right here. <laughs> American Psycho with Caleb and also Psycho with Caleb. I think Caleb just brings it out. I, I, I watch it with a whole nother type of like uh, vision because I'm like, I can't let this horror author shit all over me. <laughs> so my fans don't think I'm some punk ass horror fan, you know, well, that's I, all it is. I just write smut. You don't need to need to get in your head about it. No, I will. And I do every time we're going to have you on the episodes. It's just a respect thing I have for you. I don't, I don't want you to think you're hanging out with a bunch of doofuses. Oh, at least one doofus. No, I don't think either. Of you guys are doofuses. <laughs> I wouldn't listen to your podcast if I thought that. <laughs> 
That's true. That's true. You are an avid listener of the podcast, an avid commenter. <clears throat> Leave so, yeah. comments. He leaves comments. He leaves uh, requests. Everyone. Yeah, the things we ask you guys to do all the time. He. Hey, what did I tell you? We can't be mean to them. Yeah, what the fuck? I tell them. Do it, everyone. This is also your podcast, bud. But they never do it. They don't. Also, we're 13 views away. Why are you so fixated on this? Because I want to hit 1,000 so bad. Yeah, but we are, we are 13 views away. I'm hitting 1,000 views on Hell House, Hell House LLC, Carmichael Manor. I Thank you. I forget what it was. Origins. Origins. Yes. Or four, whatever you want to call it. Hell House LLC, four. views away. We're a group of friends away. From getting to our thousand mark, if you yeah, we wanted to hit on it. Get us there, maybe we'll ease up on you a little bit. Jake will. We I'm never, always nice to you. I guys. never will. <laughs> He's just the main constant pants. pressure all the time. Ooh, they might like that. Uh, <laughs> hey. He's just the demon of your lives, guys. Was it demon semen? Demon semen. <laughs> <laughs> Jake's just supplying all the demon semen for our fans. Um. <laughs> <laughs> too far? Too far? Wow. Too far? Yeah, well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> you ever seen that movie with Vince Vaughn? What is it? Uh, Delivery Man? Nope. With like the sperm donor? No. <laughs> he has like 800,000 kids? Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen it, but I know about it. Same concept. <laughs> I just like how you not only supported me in that, you took it a step farther. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> you won't do that for my horror content. Nah. But my inappropriate lines hey, back you know, me every time. This is J Square After Dark right now. This is J Square After it's Dark. It's pretty late right at now. night. It's late. We just uh, did some crazy fun shit. Uh, next week, we are going to be covering. Do you remember? No. All right. We are going to be covering Dark Ooh. Harvest. Oh, okay. Dark Harvest uh, looks like On a very. 23, right? Yeah. Very interesting movie. Yeah. Um, Jake said, and I quote, my interest is. Peaked? Peaked? Is that what the word is? Yeah, I sent a Larry David gift. Larry David gift. You ever yep. watched Kirby Enthusiasm? Not oh, really. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You got to. This here's the last season, too. Oh, wow. Good show. I, yeah. love, I love this show. Oh, you you big Larry David fan. Hot take. I sent a bunch of Larry David gifts all the Better time. Better than Seinfeld. Ooh. You might have just crossed the line. That is a hot take. Now, I will say this. Oh, God. Larry David's writing... Guys, which is early in the Seinfeld You're, series. You guys are making my editing hell yeah. right now. Yeah, <laughs> real quick. But you just went from an hour editing to like three. Him acting and all the improv in Kirby <laughs> Enthusiasm does make it, in my opinion, also a superior show. All right, they agree. Them two always agree, them little lovebirds over here. <laughs> now, if I would have been like, yeah, I watch it, and this is how I think, Jake would be like, no, that is not, no. No, yeah. Seinfeld is superior. Uh, You're an I idiot. Said, no, you just fucking started yeah. watching Kirby Enthusiasm. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's the hatred I get from everybody in my life. But it's on Max. You guys want to check it out. Yeah, make sure to go check out fucking Curb Your Curbs. Curb Your um, Enthusiasm. <sighs> Larry David, everyone. Give it up. Everybody, give it up for Larry David. All right, Larry. You hear about that thing him being on Good Morning America, I think, and he was attacking Elmo. El- yeah. Yeah, he choked yeah. out Elmo. And you got, like, in hot water about that. I guess it shows like violence or some shit. Yeah, just Larry David. Like, like dude, just things. watch anything. He he looks like he would choke a child. So, honestly, I thought it was from a clip from Kirby Enthusiasm. No, that shit was real. I was like, damn, Larry's out here fucking up. Um, but I still support Larry. Of course, you have to. You have to support your guys, Larry. 
Good old Lair. Good old George. First of all, you don't watch the show. Don't you call him Lair. Good old George Costanza. There's some dark cast stickers for you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. All right, we done here? Yes, please. Because my editing is going to take forever yeah, tomorrow night. Wrap that shit up. Yeah, guys, Dark Harvest next week. Go watch it. I don't know what it's on. Um, but you can Google it. Use your Google. Use your computers in your pockets. Um, yeah, this was the episode on Possession. Everybody give it up for CII Jones. Not only he is a good friend of the podcast, but he is a local horror author. I always call you a director for some reason. Um, go check out his books. Go to uh, CIIJones.com. Go to his fucking Facebook. Find him. Purchase shit. Support him. He's a he's a great dude, and he puts out good shit. Remember, boy and his dog. He's in a contest right now. Go, go, go. Read it, and go do this March Madness thing that he's doing because that's pretty cool. Um, also, is there a place you can vote at for it? Uh, yeah, you have to be a member of the Books of Horror page on Facebook. Okay, go join Books of Horror Facebook page, and they'll probably ask you some questions to get on there. Uh, also, he's going to be at the. Um, Scares the Care, AuthorCon. Yes, Scares the Care's AuthorCon. Go support all the local. April 12th through the 14th in Williamsburg, Virginia. There you go, guys. You heard it from him and him himself. Are, are we going to that too? We have to. Yeah, okay. we got to go support Caleb. Yeah, so we'll have on. to take that weekend off. And uh, I'm down. I guess we'll, I don't know. We're not going to stay up there or anything, are we? I don't, I don't think know. I can walk around to Authors for three days straight. We might have an extra bed. Ooh. You Ooh. guys want to double up? Don't tempt us with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is the J Squared Horror Podcast. My name is Josh. And I'm Jake. This is CIA Jones. You guys have a great week. And remember, it's hip to be squared.